Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ask Reddit, the subreddit where anyone can ask a question and the most interesting questions get upvoted to the top. Today's question, guys of Reddit, what can us girls do to make you feel special? Compliments, compliments, compliments. I had just gotten divorced, 10 years together, two kids, house, etc., and got entirely hosed in the process. I did my best to hide how I was feeling at work, but I was a complete wreck inside. One of my coworkers saw me having a moment in my car after work, and after checking on me, said I didn't have too much to worry about because I was a total catch, and was the topic of many a break room conversation. My ex had spent years putting me down, and that one compliment was enough to break her spell. I got told my eyes look nice a few days ago. I honestly can't remember the last time someone complimented me before that. Certainly made me freeze for a second. Edit. I'm seeing a lot of, I want to do that, but I don't know them, want to seem like I'm flirting, etc. It is important to mention that this compliment came from a random woman I had never met before who was taking my order at a fast food place. You don't have to know them. A girl complimented my eyes in 10th grade home ec. 12 years later and I still think about it a few times a year. Unsolicited, sincere compliments leave a lasting impact, especially if you don't have the highest self-esteem. When you talk about your future, involve us. It's really nice to know that my girlfriend always thinks of me in her future, referring to things as when we or we will with enthusiasm. Just something different. I had a girl drive to my house and leave a note that pretty much said, have a great day. It took her an hour to do that. Made my day. That was 25 years ago. I hid a little note in my guy's cigarette saying, have a good day. I love you. I found out that he carried it with him every day since. I got a little note from a friend once. I still have it in a sleeve in the visor of my car. A bit over the top, but I went to a friend's house with a lady I hadn't known very long. But when I sat down, she sat on the floor next to me, even though there were other chairs to sit on. It definitely made me feel special, even though it didn't lead to anything. We were never more than casual friends. Basically, any act that says, quote, mine in front of others is appreciated. Just a hand on the shoulder at the supermarket checkout is nice. If we are interested in each other, but we never actually ask you, it would be easier if you asked us. We would be happy and so happy with you in our lives. Approach us. Initiate conversation. Some of us feel way too ugly and insecure to do that to anybody we feel is even slightly attractive. Every night, my girlfriend moisturizes my face, pays me a few compliments, mists my pillow with lavender spray, and puts some bag removal balm under my eyes. That's a keeper. Are you dating an angel? I'm jealous, envious of you, and I don't even want a girlfriend. That sounds friggin' lovely. Random long hugs. A simple compliment. Oh, you look good today. Never underestimate the power of a deep, meaningful hug. In my dating days, I met a girl on the internet in a city four hours away. After a couple of weeks online and phone chatting, I drove out there and met her. When we first met face to face, she gave me a hug. That first hug was intimate, meaningful. It felt like I was hugging someone I knew for my entire life. 
It's hard to describe thoroughly, but it was an intense moment with someone who was basically a stranger. I had long-term girlfriends before, but this was different. We have been married for 11 and a half years, going strong. I've had one hug like that in my life. I'd give anything to have another. I cherish that memory. Cuddle. That's all I need right now. Tell your man how much he means to you. I feel pretty worthless most of the time because I have serious mental issues. Nothing makes me feel better than when my girl looks me dead in the eyes and tells me that I mean the world to her. I don't understand why I mean so much to her, but I'm so happy that she's there. Tell us what you think. I mean, what you think about us. Don't waste your and our time with hints and stuff like that. We don't get subtle hints. We don't get obvious hints. If you want your hair pulled, ask for it. I have a friend that was interested in sleeping with a guy. She asked my opinion on how best let him know. She was planning to maybe start winking at him. I had to explain to her that he would probably assume she had something in her eye. I eventually got her to pretty much ask the guy if he wanted to F, and turns out he did. Massages are the best. Hug me tightly without saying anything. Let me kiss your forehead. Literally just touch me without asking. Rub my back, play with my hair, pull me into your lap. It doesn't have to be sexual, doesn't have to be super hot or sexy or any of that. Just some warm human contact. Hold me in a hug for a little longer. Pull me by my arm back into bed when I go to get up. It makes me feel needed and wanted. Guys feel unwanted way more often than we let on. We're just told that we aren't allowed to talk about it. Cuddle us. Be the big spoon. Stroke your nails through our hair. Most guys are so starved of any casual physical affection. Surprises are good. One of the best ones I got was a pizza delivered to me at work in front of my friends. Next best was a series of naughty pictures while I was at a meeting sitting next to my VP. Thankfully, I was able to see on my watch what they were so I didn't look on my phone but the anticipation of looking at them after the meeting was a great torture. Actually talk about guys' problems rather than saying, oh, man up. Because guys have been raised to not talk about their problems, and getting the chance to be able to is a very special event indeed. Tell me I'm handsome or sexy. Tell me I matter, that I'm important, and yes, I like cuddling too. Fact is, we're all human, and we want to feel loved. As men, we have to put on a certain mask for society, but if you let us be vulnerable when we're around you, you'll have a loyal guy who will always appreciate you. Compliment us and ask us things that wouldn't be considered, such as, what's your favorite flower? Some of us have things and interests we really want to share, but don't because it'd be weird or abnormal for a man to say and think. Compliments. Just finished high school and remember that one time about five years ago someone told me that I was getting more muscular and being not quite a popular kid, that was one of the very first compliments I ever got and at the time gave me quite a confidence boost. Something that simple can make a great impact. A lot of the people you're addressing here on Reddit are single dudes who want what a relationship would bring. The little things like cuddles and compliments 
that you should be giving your man regardless because you love him and want him to be happy. What you should be focusing on if you're in a relationship are the less thought of things that are still important. Do something thoughtful for him that he might not expect. Does he like cookies? Bake some cookies for you both to share. If you suck at baking, it's the thought that counts. You did something for him that was fun for you and pleasantly thoughtful for him. Keep your relationship fresh and propose dates or just going for walks. Make him feel good about spending time with you. That for me is what would make me feel special. Having my better half try to make me feel wanted and appreciated. So that's it for the post, guys. Wow, some really interesting stuff in here. Uh, as a guy, I think it really does ring true to me, the idea that you really remember those compliments from girls throughout your life. Uh, men just get complimented so rarely, and it makes sense. You know, women don't want to risk um, coming off as too flirty or that they're coming on to the guy. But I, I think that would be a great thing if girls would start to consider more... The guys in their lives that they have platonic relationships with, if you would go out of your way to compliment those guys, to give them like a nice compliment about their physical appearance or about something they've been improving on in life, we're just compliment starved. We really are. How about you guys? Guys out there, is there anything in particular, any way that you could feel loved or cherished by the girls in your life? And girls out there, maybe you found some cool and interesting way to let guys know that you care about them. We'd love to hear about those things in the comments down below. As always, if you like the video, leave a like or a comment down in that discussion below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash askreddit and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ask Reddit, the subreddit where anyone can ask a question and the most interesting questions get upvoted to the top. Today's question is a serious one. What should everyone try at least once in their life? Volunteer at a soup kitchen. Most of those transients you see on the street are actually very nice, normal people who just had a bad break. Look someone dead in the eyes and say exactly what you think about them. See how it turns out. My wife and I were visiting a friend. He's a great guy, but he had this long, bad comb over. He walked down to the road for the mail and we were discussing the comb over with his brother. As he walked up, I looked at him and said, Dude, I have to say something. You're bald. Your comb over isn't fooling anyone. You should just cut that thing off and be a decent looking bald guy because the comb over isn't working. The next time we saw him, it was gone. His long beard was cut shorter and he was losing weight. It was true. He did look a lot better. Just spend a few days completely out from the world. Politics? Don't know. Care. Social issues? Don't know or care. Finances? Health? friendships, enemies, items, etc, etc. In today's world, I fear sometimes the amount of information some of us take in might be a little too much in the long run. It's strangely nice to pretend like nothing exists outside of go to work, have a snack, chill, sleep. Important note, only for a few days, however. Exploring different places around your neighborhood on your own. You never realize what you can find until you try. Then bring someone along with you next time and show them. 
I did this once as a teen. Just took my dog out for a walk to a part of the neighborhood I didn't usually go to. We found a little path behind the last street, which led to a cute creek, which led to an idyllic bend where there was a beautiful, huge cottonwood tree and the grass so soft all around it. Ended up taking the dog there for picnics every weekend. Go somewhere with no light pollution on a clear night and look at the stars. One of my favorite things to do while I was in the Navy was go out on deck while we were in the middle of the ocean at night and look at the stars. Lean on the rail, listen to the waves against the side of the ship and look at the stars. Very, very peaceful. Do something you normally wouldn't do, like a hobby you normally wouldn't consider doing. Even if it might not be for you, you at least have some knowledge of it. This so much. I took up theater classes because I accompanied a friend to the free lesson and I liked what the teacher said. Never thought I'd ever do it. I'm quite shy and averse to being under the spotlight. I ended up living a very powerful and profound experience and making some long-lasting friendships. Kinda an umbrella, but learn a, quote, post-apocalypse skill. That's what I call them in my head. Mine was blacksmithing. I took a blacksmithing course over the summer and learned a staggering amount about what it takes to take raw materials and turn them into useful tools. I have a background in geology and met metallurgy has always interested me, so it made sense. Seriously, find something low or no tech that makes you feel accomplished. Woodworking, smithing, animal husbandry, archery, soap making, beekeeping, hell, grow some corn. Something to remind you where we've been as a species. I absolutely love this one. I was a Boy Scout for eight years, and part of what I loved about it so much was the diverse amount of skills I was able to learn. One thing I would still love to learn is blacksmithing. It sounds so fun. Doing something kind for a stranger. They may remember it for a lifetime. I think that's an important thing, but I think the most important thing is you can keep that memory to yourself and you can remember it for a lifetime. Go do a discovery flight and log the time. General aviation pilot here. You probably have two or three flight schools within 30 miles of your house. They will have something called a discovery flight. You sit left seat where the pilot in command normally sits, and it's usually somewhere around $70 for a 45-minute flight. The instructor will handle the takeoff and landing, and when you get up there, she or he will give you some headings to fly, maybe an altitude or two to hit, and then take you back to the airport. You get an incredible view of your area, you get to fly a plane, and if you buy a pilot logbook, around 10 bucks on Amazon or at the flight school, you can have the instructor sign it and have actual time logged while flying a plane, which you can then use towards your license if you ever pursue it. Even if you have zero desire to actually become a pilot, it's an awesome experience. Gift certificates for Discovery Flights are my go-to for Christmas birthday presents for people that I really like, but I don't know what to buy. Learn a musical instrument. Not only is it a useful way to spend your free time, but with a little time and effort, you can easily get good enough to play your favorite songs and create your own tunes as well. I've been playing guitar for 11 years now, 
And I also picked up the bass about five years ago, and it's one of the best feelings in the world when you are able to entertain other people through music. Any instrument will be difficult at first to learn, but by remaining patient, you can easily get to the point where playing an instrument becomes almost a therapeutic experience. And you don't have to bust the bank and purchase the most expensive models just to sound good. A good player can make even a worn out, broken instrument sound like heaven. Taking up creative hobbies for yourself and not to impress others in general is just so wonderful. I feel like when you're young you have this pressure on you to learn things for a particular end. To make it your career. To get you scholarships. To look good on college applications. To win the school of championship. But as an adult, I am embracing the idea that stuff like this is still fun and worthwhile, even if it will only ever be for your own enjoyment. Spending extended time with people fundamentally different from you. Write a short story that one actually wants to write, especially if it turns out bad. In my experience, experiences in school dissuade people from writing for themselves. Everyone can write something cool and interesting, and failing a lot is part of the process at becoming better. This applies to anything creative, including engineering. Visit a national park. They're amazing! Enjoy your country's nature, wherever that may be, you know? Traveling to another country. It's really great to experience a different culture. Drawing and painting. Don't just give up when you realize it's not perfect on your first try. Artistic skill takes time and practice. It also takes an attentive eye. You can teach yourself these skills. Follow YouTube tutorials and books. Follow Bob Ross while he paints. Be patient with yourself and try your best. Art really is a gift. The ability to communicate ideas to people by drawing them is really helpful in a lot of ways and it really boosts your confidence knowing you're not total crap at it. It also changes how you perceive the world around you. You start appreciating the little beautiful things more. Give it a go. You'll suck at first, but it'll be worth it. I draw from time to time, not enough to actually get better, but just enough to not forget that I'd like to. Once I made the experiment of drawing with the quote, wrong hand, the result was quite unexpected, I actually remember different things while drawing like that. My drawings were more influenced by the general position and impression left on me by the subject, whereas with my right hand I tend to concentrate more on details and less on the whole picture. I found out I have an analytic and a synthetic hand. I highly recommend it. Scuba diving. There's a whole world underwater that is so unbelievably beautiful. Go watch a movie in a theater by yourself. When you have people with you, even if you both are perfectly quiet and never talk to each other once, there is still a sort of unspoken social obligation between you. Going by yourself is strangely liberating and really aids in enjoyment of the film and experience, in my opinion. Take a day off and spend it alone with no one but themselves. Enjoy life's pleasures by oneself. Complimenting yourself. So many of us are so focused on the things we deem negative about ourselves when everyone has something good about them. I've always found it interesting that treat others how you'd want to be treated is generally accepted practice, but treat yourself how you'd want to be treated is completely foreign to a lot of people. 
Americans should drive cross-country. If you live in a city on the East Coast and haven't traveled by car across the West, you have no idea how beautiful and vast this country is. The East is so congested. Driving across South Dakota from Sioux Falls to Deadwood was the most surreal thing ever to me. And driving through Iowa, man, I lived in a metro area of Connecticut. Traveling through Iowa, holy cow, I didn't know there could be that much land and corn. In Connecticut, if there's a piece of land, they cut down the trees and build condos or a shopping plaza. Solo travel for a few weeks or more. I used to be the type of person that would be very dependent on having other people travel with me. Solo traveling, on the other hand, truly is a liberating feeling. You learn many things about yourself and mature. Solo travel is fantastic. Booked a ticket to Paris from Dallas on a whim. Met with a Spanish guy at the hostel I'm staying at, and he had two tickets to the riverboat tour on the Seine. We take the metro and are walking by the Eiffel Tower. See a gigantic cloud of smoke in the sky. Hope everyone is okay. Get on the boat and it's a crazy sunset with all the smoke. Look farther down the Seine and we see the Notre Dame on fire. So yeah, I planned on a tour the next day and that never happened. Hung out with him the next three days and we go our separate ways. He texts me a couple months later to say what's up and see how everything is. Tells me he got a job working as an intern chef in a restaurant that had the menu created by Jose Andres. Lo and behold, he's like, it's in the North Dallas area. I'm like, uh, what part? Frisco. Uh, dude, you're effing with me. I walk outside the restaurant I was working at and take a picture of the place. Sorry for the long story, but it's crazy that it all conspired from taking a random flight to Paris. Also, it was fun getting lost in Marseille. My phone died and I swore I was close to the hostel, but I couldn't figure it out. So I stopped at a bar for a pint, charged the phone. I'm right next door to it, and the plaza is literally down some stairs from the hostel. <laughs> Reading books, not because someone is forcing you to, but because you actually want to. I used to read a lot as a child, but middle school and high school destroyed my love for reading because I was forced to read books I just wasn't mature enough to relate to or understand even. Now one of those books is one of my favorites after I actually read it willingly. Go out to lunch or dinner on your own. It's nice to have someone to converse with, but it's almost meditative to pick out whatever you want, treat yourself, and observe your surroundings or let your thoughts wander. Everyone should try to see the world from the perspective of somebody less fortunate than them, or somebody with a completely different philosophy at least once. True, they should probably do so more than once in their lives, but one is better than none. A walk in the rain without an umbrella, just for fun. Learn a foreign language. It improves the way you think in your own native language and makes you a more dynamic person. I'm a linguistic pattern analyst, certified fluent in five, and I can say this is legitimately some of the best advice. You will learn so much about a culture from their colloquial dialects and national languages. In prison, I knew a white supremacist big skinhead guy named Kenny. For fun, I taught him Spanish a little each day. We did that every day for about a year together, and by the end of it, he could converse with the Mexican nationals, and he began to empathize with them. 
caused him to see things differently, to recognize them as human beings, just through being able to actually communicate with them. It's surprising how much people have to say once they truly can communicate. Language is such a beautiful thing, rife with its own rich history, culture, and flair. I don't know who I would be if I had never found my love for language. I would say to conquer a major fear in your life. I grew up with major social anxiety and because of that I was horrible at talking to people which cycled back into said anxiety. It sucked, to say the least, to feel horribly alone and disconnected, yet being terrified of putting myself out to anyone but the closest of close friends. Then I made a decision that changed my life forever. I founded my high school's robotics team. As nerdy as that sounds, it truly made me break my social anxiety and even made me realize that I was an extrovert? I was pushed by so many supportive mentor figures and friends in my life to break out of my social turtle shell. Because I was one of the founders and the elected president, I was required to talk to parents, teachers, sponsors, and many other people. I ran booths at STEM fairs and talked to huge crowds of people and ended up on the local news several times. This shattered my social anxiety. After that much public speaking and personal interaction, I overcame that fear, and I grew so much because of it. Heck, I realized I was an extrovert. Me, a shut-in, dorky, nerdy loner for 10 years. So I would recommend facing a major source of fear in your life. You don't even need to fully conquer that fear. Just do something that your fear would otherwise prevent. Afraid of heights? Try a skywalk or skydiving at least once. Afraid of public speech? Try giving a public talk at least once. I'm not saying that every fear can be overcome. It's mentally exhausting to fight fear and sometimes it's not a war you can win. My case involved four years of fighting to overcome that social anxiety and I still do have some anxiety. Overcoming a fear will not be as easy as doing something once. But if you can win just one battle, then you can celebrate that one victory. So that's it for the post, guys. Wow, a huge variety of different things that you could try once. I think for me, I'm going to come away from this. I really want to try picking up my guitar and playing again or finally... Maybe I'll finally do it, finally start to learn how to draw. I'm not a visually artistic person, but the person who wrote about uh, learning to draw and how you start terrible but keep at it and it helps you see the world in a different way, that really makes me want to try it. I hope you found something in this post that you want to try. Uh, if you did, please leave your responses in the comments below. We'd love to hear what you're going to try or if you have your own idea something that you should try at least once in your life. As always, if you like the video, leave a like or contribute to that discussion in the comments below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash askreddit and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening.